What happens when two students of personal development get together and break down their wins and lessons to empower others? You start to discover you. Join Coach Ash and Coach Ant every week as they examine their lives through a disassessment lens and share their experiences to help you level up. Let's go! Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Discover You. This is our second time recording in the AM. So once again, y'all be liking the energy. Y'all be liking the vibes. Two for two. Let us know. Two for two. Let us know. So y'all, last week we had the opportunity to touch base with Coach Ash on this kind of like this experience that she had of proposing to her uh, her boo, her boo thing, Miss Leslie. Um. And man, it's been it's been roughly a week, Coach Ash. How are you feeling since uh, since last week? Ever since that proposal? Yeah, so um, it still hasn't really settled in. Uh, I yeah, think yeah. more so now for sure than you know mm. after the immediate experience. Mm. Um, but uh, just more focused and driven on operating on my goals and yeah. you know getting to that space um of that next level for us so yeah, yeah just more more determined more focused more driven about um you know being able to be together oh i'm feeling that right there i'm feeling that so man coach ass i want to hop right into it right because there's something about getting the results that a person wants um but the results are the results are great, but there's a journey that has to take place in order to get there. So last week we touched base on this concept of kind of the results that you got, but I think it's pretty important to kind of go through the journey and try to extract some of the learning along the way. So I'm curious, I don't know if the, the people have ever heard this and I've heard pieces of it, but I'd love to hear it a little bit more. Um, yeah. How did you and Les meet? Uh, we went to college together. Uh, at uh, Cal State East Bay. So we're both from LA, she's from the Long Beach area. And uh, we went, I think I went, I was there for a year and then she transferred um, or came in as a transfer on the uh, volleyball team. And uh, we were friends and hung out with the same uh, groups of people. Um, I hung out with the uh, the athletes cause I worked a lot of the games. The as a as a student uh i don't even know what it's called like student work or something so i worked a lot of games like i worked some of the volleyball games um i was the dj for one point uh for the the student athletics so we just tend to um hang around a lot of the same people and uh just end up becoming uh, great friends and uh, we ended up dating for a little bit and uh, at the time, she's a couple years older than me. So at the time, I was definitely a lot more um, immature and younger and um, didn't know how to effectively communicate. And so we ended up, you know, going our separate ways for about 10 years, but still having, you know, certain friends and comments, we would still, you know, keep in communication. And that's one thing that I loved about Les was that she was she's always preaching like, yo, you were my friend first. And, um, and so we've always been able to, you know, just stay in contact that mm -hmm. way. And, um, you know, 10 years later, I just knew that if I ever got the chance to, to date her again, that like, yo, this is how Ten it's going to end. Later. 
Oh man, ten years later. So, man, as I as I'm listening to you, it doesn't sound like it was a it was kind of like an interest ten years ago, but it wasn't like a, a love at first sight, and it wasn't something that was like, oh, we're gonna do this for like let's do this for a year, or two years, or something. Like let's find out. It was what was that process for you in between? Because you said before immature went through a process, then like on the other side had the opportunity, then you would uh, ask the question. What was that like for you? Yeah, just, you know, learning and growing. And uh, we we both were going through our own go through. But for me, I think a big shift was uh, three in 2018. Um, I ended up getting out of this uh, long distance relationship I was in and I was transitioning, moving back to L.A., and so, um, again, we've always kept in contact as friends and I would have, you know, little conversations with her, like start to fill her out and see where her mind's at. But the big shift was taking the disc assessment. And so for me personally, being able to become more self-aware, understand who I am, my strengths and my limitations and spending time on focusing on like, what do I want in a partner? Like, what do I value? Um, and what's important to me. And so once I knew what those things were, I was very intentional about attracting somebody that had similar values and alignment. And, um, you know, having certain conversations to like kind of fill her out. And even just within those conversations, um, starting to connect more, like I could tell what her behavior preferences preferences and tendencies might be and so being able to identify like yo this is somebody that uh covers my blind spots like my limitations are her strengths and so even prior to her just learning more about myself I was starting to understand like this is what I need and so um yeah that's kind of just how it happened like knowing okay, so what I needed and attracting it. Stuff. This is the juicy stuff. Cause now you're talking about not just settling, but you're talking about choosing what you want, knowing what you need and going after that individual. Right. So yeah. you touched base on something that I thought was pretty deep and something I think we should kind of expand on a bit more. It's this concept of uh, knowing your strengths and then having somebody to cover your blind spots, whatever that mo those mo may be. Now, can you touch base on like what your strengths are from a behavioral standpoint? Or I know you'd be squatting like 135 or like 165, maybe 225. <laughs> I don't know. So squats are strength. So let's say that, right? But jokey jokes aside, from a behavioral standpoint slash like an operation standpoint, what were your strengths and what did you understand were your gaps? Yeah, so at the time, I, my assessment read me as a high I, high S. My D was low and my C was low. And so I knew wait, that. Wait, before, before we do that, because there's certain people listening to this podcast, they might be new and they don't understand like the D, the I, the S, the C, right? Yeah. So could you throw like some adjectives, like some yeah. behavioral characteristics? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. So, so very people oriented, you know, uh, life of the party. Uh, looking to create an enjoyable experience for other people involved uh, in relation to the I and then in relation to the S. Very supportive, you know, looking to be in the, the background at the same time as, as well as being the life of the party. It's an interesting dynamic there. And, um, 
you know, just moving at a very uh, a slower, more methodical pace uh, and taking time to process things in relation to the S. And so um, so at the time when I took my assessment, those were my highlighted strengths. And so I knew that when it came to my C, like the organization, the detail, like I knew that like, yo, this is not my thing. This is why like um, I have late payments or I'm forgetting to do something or, you know, just struggling in that area. And I knew that I wanted to transition into the entrepreneur space. So it would it would be important for me to be in a relationship with someone who is going to be uh, supportive of that um, in, you know, so many different aspects. And so she's always been that type of person and she's always been, you know, budget friendly and very organized and detailed. And so um, for me, I just know that those are assets. And so you know, it just so happened to be that, you know, this person, this particular person um, shared and, and had these certain assets that are able to cover my blind spots and my limitations when it comes to, you know, the detail, the organization, uh, the budget, um, and even, you know, with the support. Because now my assessment has shifted to where I'm a high D in terms of being very driven, very determined, very decisive, pretty controlling, and uh, a high I, again, looking to create and provide that experience uh, for everybody involved. So now, you know, we're, we're complete uh, with her tendencies and behaviors as a high SC. Yeah, that's big, Coach Ash. And I want to highlight something, emphasize something. It's this idea that as we're talking about this this DISC assessment, um, this is a behavioral assessment. So we're not necessarily looking at personality. Personality is something that will remain more consistent while behaviors can shift a bit more over time, right? So what Coach Ash was expressing um, originally was that high I, high S, very... Like she expressed, life of the party, high energy, and there's no strangers, takes, likes the pace, likes to have those loyalty relationships, those longevity, those ride or die type of relationships. And now the pace is kind of sped up entering into the space of entrepreneurship. It's a lot faster pace. More decisions have to be made, have to be, have to be more of a problem solver because of the environment as well as the pursuit that she's going after. And as she's doing that, she knows that, okay, the adherence to protocols and procedures, if I can't follow the process or there isn't somebody following, helping me to follow the process, then we're not going to win, right? At the same time, as we're being driven, as we're going after our goals, like there has to be that level of kind of support that's present there, right? Okay. We're entering into a new space. Like who's got my back in this? That's where the, the S or the grounds crew, if you will, comes in. So yeah. there's the D, the I, the S, and the C. And now Coach Ash is the D, the I, the driven, decisive, fast-paced, still people-oriented, life at the party. And now she's been complimented, kind of the, the yin to her yang, the the plus to her minus, right? The the Oreo, the the Oreo twist, the chocolate to the s'more. I'm just throwing terms out there now. I don't know if any of these are resonating, but whatever. <laughs> Right, we're taking a look yeah. at this S as well as this C, 
who is this kind of the supportive, the loyalty, the the encouraging individual that has the balance for procedures. They they yeah. add that extra structure, right? So how do you how do you see that like moving forward now that that there's proposal says yes, like how do you see that playing out going forward? Why is this important that uh, you have this in order to progress forward to have that balance in life? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's everything that we've already been doing uh, in terms of in terms of the relationship, right? Just being able to balance each other out and being able to be aware and letting each other operate in those strengths. So like when it comes to, you know, communicating with people or interacting with people, especially like, you know, if we go out, she knows that I'm a social butterfly and that I'm going to, you know, make friends or, you know, quote unquote friends uh, with the people that we interact with because I'm identifying, you know, how do we make this connection? How can we add value to one another? And for her being more introverted, like she's cool with just like chilling and like letting me do my thing. And she's just there by my side or even if she doesn't even want to go out, like it's all good. I get it. And so just being able to um, understand and, you know, know what's important to the other person and the way that they tend to operate. Like, I know that I can't or that, like, I shouldn't look to look to her to like make decisions at a rapid pace. I know that I need to give her time to think things through, think things through and give her, you know, the space to be able to think about plan A, plan B and plan C. And so to not get frustrated because she doesn't do it on my time or when I'm looking to have it done. And so, uh, you know, just being able to, to work through those types of situations effectively. Yeah, that's big. I want to just keep rolling with that example and kind of just like touch base on it a little bit more. Right. And you gave the example of making decisions when help and giving her a decision to make, not rushing her and using your preference of kind of like the faster pace, right? Let's solve this thing right now. Let's take action at this moment in terms of preferences, but giving her the space as well as the time to think things through, to take time with the response, to give her time to respond back. Now, what are the results? That's the action. Let's talk about the results on the other side, just in terms of relationship. What do you think? How do you perceive that in terms of the results on the other side as you give her what she needs of time, space when making decisions? Yeah, so uh, usually it would be, you know, me getting a little frustrated, like, man, I we talked about this three times. Like, why haven't she done this? And so, you know, her just <laughs> letting me know I that, like, that's the mindset. I, yeah, man, for real, like, and quick, like, what are you doing? You're not even doing nothing right now. Like, just do it. But it's not a, it's not about that. And so, you know, for her, just being able to uh, give her that that time in that space to where it's like it's not about you and how you operate. Like, this is what I need. And so in terms of the results, it's um like, I still get what I'm looking for or get what I want in terms of like the action being completed. I just have to um, be more patient and know that it's going to take a little bit longer and that's okay. Because the way how rapid I move a lot of times I end up having to do things over again. Like it, mm. it ends up costing me because I don't read mm. all the details. I miss some things because mm -hmm. I'm just focused on getting it done. 
but with her you know her being patient and uh like reading everything that's included and like oh did you remember that this is what you need I'm like oh, okay yeah I did I did not forgot <laughs> I was just trying to I was just, I got selective hearing and selective reading like I'm just trying to oh, get it yeah. done don't forget the finesse though you got that finesse too the selective selective finesse yeah um, right so I've experienced this too where having to slow down can be a little bit frustrating right i love the fast pace i love moving and i love figuring things out as i go building the plane as i go um but i think this is where growth exists right the growth doesn't exist of just doing the same thing again and again the growth exists from if you always move fast or if you have a preference to move fast there's probably times when you're supposed to be moving slow but because of your preference you're mm -hmm. missing out on the detail or you're hopping in to make decisions that aren't fruitful or the best decision right so the growth is being able to switch right yeah. and we're just talking about pace right now if you're moving fast being challenged to move a little bit slower when you need to move slow right because it's not always a, and it's the opposite too maybe you have a preference to move slow but learning when you have to shift it into gear a little bit put it into d5 push 100 down the freeway yeah right because sometimes it's necessary sometimes yeah. it's absolutely necessary all right so man coach ash before we wrap on up over here because i think this is some deep stuff right and I, to be honest i think we need a part three because i still want to go through the conversation because yeah i feel like this is a three-part series y'all like first part Coach Ash popped the question. Part two, the backstory slash like how we made how she made this thing work and how Leslie made this thing work. I think part three, let's talk about it on the other side. Kind of like the dynamic on yeah. the other side, kind of like the celebration, as well as like how it plays out now and how yeah. it looks like going forward as well. Um, but Coach Ash, do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap on that? Nah. All good. So y'all, so stay tuned for part three. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Make sure to uh, leave that comment. Say what's up to Coach Ash. Say congratulations to Coach Ash as well as Leslie if you haven't already. So y'all, let's go. Let's grow. Blessings on blessings and let's win. Let's win. Thank you for tuning in to Discover You. Make sure you subscribe, share, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday on all platforms for the latest episode.